Welcome to the Get Over Divorce podcast, where you'll learn to get your power back, hold healthy boundaries, and become the confident, successful single woman who can find real lasting love yet. Divorce sucks, but the rest of your life doesn't have to. Let's create a life you love. I'm your host, relationship coach, Julie Danielson. Let's do this. Hello, hello. Welcome to the podcast. I don't normally use a whole episode to discuss a book, and I consume a lot of books. They definitely help me expand my mind and transform my beliefs and thoughts. But this one left a profound impact on me, and I find myself referring everybody to read this book. And I feel like it can have an impact on you just by my discussing it and the theory it presents. The book is called Attached. I first heard about it on Mark Groves doing a Facebook Live. He was talking about a training that he was doing. So I decided to check out the book for myself. And this book really helped strengthen one of my core beliefs about marriages that fail. And I hope to articulate that well enough for you here to help you find some relief with some new ways of thinking about it, especially if you're having any thoughts and feelings around your marriage that has left you feeling as if you were not good enough in any way. I feel like this is the biggest struggle I find with women when they have a hard time letting go They hold on to this false belief that they weren't good enough as a a person, as a wife. They felt that if they were in somehow different or better, then the marriage would have worked out. And as much as I come across this false belief, I hope to shine some light on why it's false and new ways you can look at that past relationship so that you're no longer feeling like you weren't good enough. Instead, you can feel that you and your ex just weren't a good match. So rather than spinning on thoughts that you weren't enough, or you weren't lovable enough, or you weren't worthy enough, or you weren't a good enough wife, you can just deeply feel at peace with the truth. And the truth is, you just weren't a good match for each other. There's probably a million reasons why that statement is true, that you just weren't a good match for each other, but it has nothing to do with you not being good enough. So I'm going to talk about each of the attachment styles that they cover in this book, plus one more attachment style that comes from the psychiatrist that originally formulated the attachment theory. His name's John Bowlby, and let's first dive into what attachment theory is about. Attachment can be defined as a deep and enduring emotional bond between two people in which each seeks closeness and feels more secure when in the presence of the attachment figure. And initially, attachment theory was about human development and how the the way parents nurtured their young and how it has a lasting effect on the individuals. Attachment theory explains how the parent-child relationship emerges and influence that individual's development. It also describes how it shows up again and again 
in our own partner relationships later in life. And this book does this book does describe how we have the ability to change our attachment style, either because we're in a relationship that influences us or because we decide it. The book goes through a series of questions to help you determine your attachment style. But you could just go to the website for the book attached, and in the upper right-hand corner, there's an online version of this test, so you don't have to tally or calculate any of the totals. It'll do it for you. You can just do the online test. And all the questions are true or false. You're going to answer them according to how you feel you are represented in that question. So here's five examples of these true or false questions. When I'm not involved in a relationship, I feel somewhat anxious. When I'm in a relationship, I feel comfortable expressing what I want. I feel it is difficult to emotionally support my partner when he or she is feeling down. When my partner is away, I feel afraid he or she may become interested in someone else. My independence is more important to me than my relationship. After answering all the questions, the system is going to put you into a category of attachment style. Here are the four attachment types. I took some info from the book and some from Bowlby's theory. They are secured, anxious, avoidant, and fearful avoidant. I'll define them all in just a moment, but keep in mind, we all, as human beings, embrace some qualities of each of these attachment styles. But if you take the test, you're going to fall into predominantly one of these categories, and you will be able to look at these categories and take an educated guess as to what relationship attachment style your ex was. And that's very eye-opening. Hopefully it's going to be a huge aha for you and a breakthrough that just kind of smacks you right between the eyes about why it didn't work for the two of you. Not only that, knowing your attachment style will help you guide yourself to transforming the parts of your attachment style that you want to change whether it's healing wounds of your past or growing in your confidence and self-security. It's going to give you some further insight. Okay, so the first attachment style is secure attachment. And these people are comfortable in being in warm and loving relationships. It comes natural to them. They take things in stride. They're also not afraid to leave an unhealthy relationship because they recognize and understand that it's harmful for them. They are also capable of handling rejection because they don't take it personally. They just believe that they weren't a good match. They don't get easily upset. They do easily express themselves and their emotional needs. They are also in tune to their partner's emotional cues and respond appropriately. They're able to be there for their partner's times of need, and they're able to be present for them emotionally. 
They communicate their wants and needs and desires, and they take responsibility to get them met. Now, the second attachment style is anxious attachment, and these folks crave a connected relationship. Sometimes they have a hard time believing their partner really loves them. They can be sensitive to their partner's behaviors, and they take things personally easily. They're fast to make assumptions about their partner, and the security of their relationship can be be quickly at risk. They might act out because of anger. They often feel they need validation from their partner and reassurance that things are good. But here's the thing. If their partner gives them the connected attention they need, then they're mostly good. This anxious attached person can become more secure. Now, the anxious attached also feels that their sense of security really does depend on how their partner treats them. The third attachment style is avoidant attached. And it's important for these attachment styles to maintain independence and self-sufficiency. They prefer autonomy in intimate relationships. They want to be close with others, but they're not very comfortable with too close. So they often keep their partner at arm's length and they don't give the reassurance that their partner seeks. They don't spend time worrying about their romantic relationship. They don't open up to their partner their partner might complain that they seem emotionally distant. They are on high alert of their partner impinging on their independence or autonomy. They are fine with their partner's independence and autonomy as it helps them have their own. Now the next type is the fearful avoidant. Now, this one wasn't specifically talked about in the book, but it's in other bodies of research, and it was also in Bowlby's original theory. And I think this one really calls out the narcissistic type of personality, the super highly insecure. People with this attachment style have a difficult time connecting with others, Yet they crave intimacy, only only if it's on their own terms. They also want to remain independent and distant. These individuals usually get into very dysfunctional, explosive, and volatile, unstable relationships. These people struggle with the inner conflict of wanting connection but pushing their partner away in order to remain disconnected. They have both characteristics of anxious and avoidant. And they tend to spiral in that roller coaster of those imposing emotions that is created within them, that push and pull, that up and down. Overall, people with a fearful avoidant attachment style have that push and pull dynamic where They want to feel close and loved, but they also want to avoid any feelings of intimacy 
at the same time. Even though they want independence and will do whatever they want whenever they want and even lie about it, they are not okay with their partners doing the same. They want to be the center of their partner's world and they will do whatever they need to in order to get that attention. Now, these descriptions are mostly my interpretation of them, and one of the things I found most profound in the book was the stories and examples of instances that really illustrated these couples' interactions. And it was so easy to put yourself in those scenarios, and I found myself thinking, oh, that sounds like so-and-so, thinking of like my clients or women that I've talked to, or... I think, oh, I experienced that one right there. Obviously, the secure attached style is the one that's going to give us the highest return on our quality of life. But not all secure people are with secure people. Sometimes a secure person is matched with an avoidant or a fearful avoidant, and they could become an anxiously attached person because they're particular needs in that relationship are not being met and the self-doubt creeps in. And if an anxious attached person is with a secure person, they could become more secure because of that healthy relationship that is modeled to them and their needs are being fulfilled. So these attachment styles, depending on some of their behaviors, can affect the attachment style of the partner. Now, I imagine that two secure attached people are most likely to maintain secure attachments and and really create a healthy, fulfilling, connected life together. And what I love about talking on this subject is the fact that we all have an opportunity to become a more secure individual when we grow our own sense of self-love and self-trust We strengthen our own ability to be an advocate for ourselves and getting our own needs met. We're more able to put ourselves out there and express our wants, needs, and desires and put it on the forefront of our lives and not on the back burner. Building our own self-security makes us become people who are not willing to tolerate the misbehaviors of the avoidant attached or the fearful avoidant. We also become people who decide in advance what kind of person and what kind of attachment style we want in a relationship. And then we don't settle until we found that person and we are getting our wants, needs, and desires met and we are a match for that person. Now, I know this is possible for all of you because I have that connection with my now husband and I truly feel it's because we deeply express ourselves and we don't get angry with each other because we're having an emotional experience. We don't take things personally when one of us blows up, right? So I know it's possible and I know that any of you guys can change and become the attachment style that you want and attract the attachment style that you want. But knowing about this 
is so awakening and eye-opening. And I really just wanted to share that. And I hope you all go out and read this book and, and really become more connected with the version of you and the attachment style that you want to have so that you get to fulfill your life and get your wants, needs, and desires better met. All right, everyone, that's all I have for today. Have a fantastic day. Bye.